So I was working full-time, college, full-time, doing personal training. And that's when I discovered my abilities, I guess. And now looking back, I think everyone has this ability to, to do more than you think is what's capable of yourself. Welcome to Only the Greatest Podcast. If you're feeling stuck and unsure what to do next in your fitness journey, we might be what you're looking for. My name is Philip. I own and operate OTG Fitness, which is a private personal training gym on the south side of Houston in Webster. I do this podcast every week with my best friend, Daryl. We've been friends since third grade and working out together ever since. Also joining us today will be Sean. He's the one that makes this podcast not only sound great, but look good as well. Our goal here is to help Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness. So if you're in the Houston area and ready to become the greatest version of yourself, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome back. The reigning champion of the 2023 Bourbon Bowl. We have Daryl Laird, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he is one half of the current championship duo. I'm about 90% of it. Oh, let, oh. Me, let me put these. I don't want to scare the guests, the listeners on YouTube. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. It's a little aggressive. Yeah, we didn't say we were going to have guns on the episode. So <laughs> guns on the show. I thought this yeah. is a health and fitness yeah. show. Jeez. Oh, so, it's a firearm. Hey, I'm about 90%. Jessica did play a 10% role in the win. Uh-huh. Um, but the Bobby Boucher, my my costume really took home the gold. Literally, I have a trophy on my mantle right now for best costume of the 2023 Bourbon Bowl, which AKA, or I guess it's Phil's Halloween party costume contest, AKA the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to yeah. call it the annual Bourbon Bowl yeah. from now we're on. Right we're going to call it a Halloween party. It's going to be the Bourbon <laughs> it's Bowl. It's going to be the Bourbon You're Bowl. Invited, Facebook invite says Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> and, that, and you'll just know. You just have to know. You remember exactly that time Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what got me, though? Because it was it was close. The, the other team. Want me it, to kill him sign? Yeah, it was. The, <laughs> <laughs> the other team had a great costume as well. It was very original. It was another yeah. couple. Um, but what got me with you Dude, guys, their was, costume was good. It was very good. Yes. Was the details. Yeah. It was the sign. Daryl, he showed up with the Louisiana frog cakes. Cause that's what he does in the movie. Yeah. yeah there we go. Louisiana yeah. frog cakes. He handed out water to all of our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had, had a little tray with water cups. People were drinking it too. Yeah. They were like, Oh, thanks man. Yeah. So I mean, just yeah. the, the details. Jessica had the tattoo, the barbed yep. wire tattoo, the want me to kill him sign. She yeah. had, she yeah. put a lot of effort. Yeah, she I had think the, I think Jessica really like bought it home for she, me. Yeah. She custom she really made that it. hat. Yeah, the hat was custom. S C L S U. The mud dog. South Central yeah, Louisiana yeah. State University. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the custom hat, custom net or not custom, but um, specific necklace, mm -hmm. the same color tank top. She was actually upset because Vicky wears a velvet one in the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Hers was the same color; it just wasn't velvet. velvet. And she oh, was okay. like, yeah, "My my vest or my." Uh, Tank isn't velvet, but yeah, it's not same a hundred percent accurate. She went yeah. out and bought specific jeans and and used boots so that she could, yeah. you know, really represent. So now she did get she did jam it, up. Job. It was solid. I mean, I still did eighty five percent of the winning, <laughs> but I'll give Jessica fifteen. <laughs> it was solid for sure. But anyways, check out Instagram, y'all. Yes, check out my Instagram, Phil's yes. Instagram. I am the winner, and you can go on my Instagram and see why. 
<laughs> I dominated the costume contest. It was very good. It was some stiff competition, but it was you know, very good. Like, Denver thought you guys are going to be uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Well, yes. <laughs> next year we're going to show up in the Invisible Boat Mobile. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, what if if you had a sign out in the driveway that says, "Please do not park here." I know you can't see it, but it's like <laughs> Boat Mobile Parking. <laughs> boat Mobile Parking. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. Uh, all right. Anyways, the reason we're actually here, I had to shout that out. Daryl, it's been a while since he's been on the show. <sighs> you know, he's been working a lot, but yeah, he's how, back. How are you feeling, Daryl? How are you feeling, man? I'm a little rusty mm-hmm. on my podcasting, um, but good. it feels good to be back. You know how I've described it on the show before? You know how, like, when you got the same old vehicle, you've had it forever, but then you take it and you detail it. Yeah. Put some armor on the tires. Mm-hmm. You wipe down the dash, and then you hop in it, and you're like, my truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's yeah, this, nice. is, this is a nice rig. It's a nice rig. <laughs> so as I feel like I'm glad to be back in this chair. I'm glad to be sitting with two of my best friends, and uh, this is always fun for us. We we do it. Um, it's 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 we do it to help people mostly. Yep. And we have fun doing it, so everybody wins. It's a win win. Yeah, and, and on that note, we can hop straight into this. Today is the hundredth episode. Woo woo! That's 100 just hundred episodes. Crazy. One hundred. Crazy to think about. We're in the triple digits now. They make an emoji for us. The 100 with the, <laughs> with the little underline. <laughs> that was made just for this podcast. Yeah, well, they knew actually. we were going to hit 100 episodes yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's, this, it's taking a little bit of time, but yep. we're here now. We have some um, new goals. We have... We we're just all talking about yep. this the other day. Yeah, we have a lot of new things going on. We had the new intro that came out. Everyone that I've showed it to mm-hmm. has loved it. We have a new strategy with guests. So, um, I'll just kind of, kind of lay it out there. We'll, we'll talk about it here. That's what we're going to do on today's episode, guys, is just talk about, um, the, the future goals of this podcast, what we plan to do with it, Mm -hmm. how it started, kind of how OTG started as a whole. So if you don't know that story, you'll get a little bit of that today. Um, and then we're going to talk about how it's evolved from back then when it first started all the way up to today with the podcast. And so, um, if you're not aware our goal here is to help Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness. The new slogan. That is the slogan that we're going with. We put that with. in quotes. We should. Yeah. Yep. We should help trademark. Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness. That's our slogan. That's our goal. Yes, that's the goal. That's the slogan of the show now. And we're going to do that by most of the time. Obviously, today we don't have a guest. But I would say 80 to 90% of future episodes will likely include a guest. Mm-hmm. Um and those guests are going to be knowledgeable. They're going to be experts in their field. Yep. The topic of conversation, they're going to bring lots of value to yep. our listeners. And that's no, the main and, goal with and you guys. Because it's going to be relevant too. Yes. Right? Because there's a lot of successful people, business owners and stuff out there that have a lot to add. Maybe if it was a business podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But this is more focused around fitness. I'm not saying everybody's <laughs> going to be a fitness professional, but there will be way, a way that it jives with our message. Yes, that's correct. And one thing for sure that I've been very clear about, uh, right now we have a queue of about four guests um, waiting that are going to be coming out in, in the near future. Very nice. And so what I've told all of them is that uh, something that's very important to me and to us as a whole is that this podcast is not an ad for your business. Right. This is for our listeners to learn something. Yeah, we can talk about your business a little bit also. Yeah. But we want our listeners to listen to the episode yep. and have actionable, specific things that they can do and that they learned from listening. Now, if they want to pursue your business, awesome. And you don't have to be a business owner to come on the podcast either. You can oh. have a great story when it comes to fitness, but we want people on here that are bringing actual value 
to listeners. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing to us. Yeah. And, um, if we do that, I think if we, um, help Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness by bringing on knowledgeable and informative guests and bringing value to the listeners, we will establish ourselves as the go-to source of personal training, uh, in the, in the Houston area. And that's, that's the ultimate goal for OTG, right? Yeah. That's kind of the back end strategy of the podcast is to establish ourselves all around Houston from Katy to Baytown from Galveston to spring. We want to be the go-to source for personal training. And this podcast is going to help us do that by establishing our brand in these different pockets of the Houston. Houston's a very big city. There's over, over 2 million people. The city of Houston, the city of Houston. That's not included grading Houston area, which is where we are. We're in Webster, right? Greater Houston. Yeah. And so it's great. The the population is even larger. Houston itself is 2.2 million. So there's plenty of people here that, that we can help, Mm -hmm. uh, improve their life through health and fitness. And by bringing on guests from all over the city, we can start to establish our name and our brand in these different pockets of the city. And just to be super transparent, we only need about a hundred to 150 clients in one of our gyms for it to be a successful gym. Mm -hmm. Right. So we don't need a whole lot of people. We don't want a whole lot more than that per location. That's correct. Logistics, uh, becomes a problem. Exactly. Cause there's only about five to 10 people in our gym at any one time, because, mm-hmm. um, if you, if you guys don't know, if you don't know what OTG is, what OTG fitness is, it is a private personal training gym, which specializes in personal training. You have to do personal training to be a member. And then all the other perks are all included for free nutrition, uh, 24 hour access to the gym, all that stuff's included for free, mm-hmm. but we only want the committed individuals that actually want their handheld through their fitness journey. So that being said, we don't want this huge location right here in one spot. We want to have multiple small locations all around the city of Houston. Conveniently located. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because we do things in person. If you guys ever noticed, we don't do virtual guests here. Nope. We sit down with people face-to-face, eye-to-eye, and have real conversations. We don't do virtual personal training. We don't do virtual guests on the podcast. We like to meet in person. And um, I think that uh, you always get a lot more done uh, a little, a lot further into the green per se, yes. if you meet in person than if you do something online. Yeah. Because you can get the emotions out of people. It, fitness and especially nutrition is inherently a very emotional yep. thing, right? So I want to, I want to sit down with people, see their facial expressions, mm-hmm. get out of body them. language, body language. Very important. We want to get all of this out of them. So, mm-hmm. and we by, also want them to see ours too. Yes. hundred percent. Great point. Mm-hmm. And by establishing our brand, we can open up locations all around the city of Houston and already have a relationship with someone in that area, yep. which will help us grow and expand so we can reach more people in person in the gym. And then also here virtually via the podcast where people yep. can listen in. And if they want to pursue our business, awesome. Same with our guests, yep. bring lots of information. If they want to pursue the business and become a customer, become a client, awesome. But if not, you don't have to. Perfect. Yeah, that's fine. So let's peel this. Let's peel this back a little bit, Phil. You touched on a little bit earlier when you were kind of going over our um, our itinerary, so to speak. Um, this what we're talking about is the podcast, what we plan on doing, but most importantly, why. And we do it because we want to help people, and we want to improve the. Uh, we want to uh, help Houston make its way up the ladder of health and fitness. So let's rewind it back to the beginning. The beginning and of the beginning OTG of OTG. 
OTG as a whole. And okay. then the podcast came after. Yes. We're talking about the beginning of OTG. So yeah, OTG really, I, I guess OTG gym started about five years ago, mm-hmm. but OTG as a whole probably started, um, when I was a teenager, um, and if you guys, if you don't know Definitely this story, did. yeah, if you don't know this story, I'm going to try to tell it as quick as possible. Uh, when I was 15 years old, my mom died. She was very overweight. She was not healthy. She was 36 people. 36. Think year. about it. Yep. I'm 32. Yeah, we're do. We're knocking on that door. <laughs> yeah, 36 is not old. That's that, a very young woman. That's right. And she was overweight. Unfortunately had a heart attack at a very young age. Um, and in my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but my opinion, looking back, very preventable. Yep. And unfortunately, after that, I did go through quite a deep depression for um, about four, maybe five years. Sure. Um, you know, I gained weight, did not feel good. Um, very little social things going on, a deep depression, anxiety. I was diagnosed with um, depression, anxiety, and PTSD at that time. PTSD, because I actually watched my mom have a heart attack in front of me, perform CPR with 911 on the phone, yeah. every, everything you can think of. So. Right. Well, um, I didn't know that. Was yeah, good. yeah, yeah, that was, that was a really, really crazy, crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Fifteen and years old. So I was diagnosed with PTSD from that, um, but I got through it. Went to therapy and stuff uh, the best that I could, but it still took me about four or five years to really get out of that. Mm-hmm. And what got me out of that was fitness. I yep. lost almost a hundred pounds, changed my life. I did it completely with nutrition. I actually didn't start working out until I went from the fat kid to the guy who looked like he never ate. Right. And so, you know, kids are mean, you know, they, they'll always find oh, yeah. something to say. So you're either too skinny or you're too fat or you got the wrong shoes or you got the wrong haircut. <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. Right? Something's kids always find something. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's when I started working out. Unless though. you're Sean, you always have the right haircut. Oh my. Yeah. You seen those? Those things are nice. Oh naff. man. Those are some nice rigs. Mm-hmm. Some nice rigs. <laughs> I remember he walked. I really is. I wish I could do that. He walked in the Halloween party on Saturday and I was like, it's Sean. Yeah. As Sean. As Sean, Sean dressed as Sean. He doesn't Sean need to dress Sean, up. Man. Nope. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have anything cool this year, but next year, I'm coming before you do. Ooh. You better pack a sack lunch. <laughs> bring a step ladder. <laughs> bring a lantern. You can bring a lantern. You're going to be there, be there, for, there a while. for quite a while. You're going to beat me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, fitness is what got me out of that hole. And, uh, I I lost weight first and that was really great, Mm -hmm. but it's really when I started working out when it all came together. Yep. Right. And I was about 19, 20 years old when that started. And after a few years, I I loved it so much that I started doing it part-time after work. You were working full-time. Yeah. I was working full-time at the time. I actually, I had actually dropped out of college. Well, um, drop out, whatever you want to call it. I had stopped going. Right. But I went back. Um, and so I was working full-time college, full-time doing personal training part-time. And that's part-time. And that's when I discovered my, uh, my abilities, I guess. And now looking back, I think everyone has this ability to, to do more than you think is what's capable of yourself. Right. And once again, I really relate fitness to that. And you'll hear me often say that when you exercise regularly and eat well, uh, not having time is not a legitimate excuse because when you That's exercise right. and eat well, you actually turn a 24 hour day into a 26 hour day because yep. of productivity and efficiency. Yeah. So that's something you'll hear me say a lot of, and I believe that to this day. So, uh, but I discovered my abilities of talking to people mm-hmm. and helping people and relating to them by when I first started personal training. Yep. And after about three and a half years of doing it part time, I did decide to to quit my full-time job in manufacturing 
and pursue fitness full time. Yeah. And when I quit my job, it wasn't scary or anything, huh? No. Yeah, I was just going to ask the same question because yeah. you asked uh, Aaron. You asked Aaron. You said, oh, how was right. it when you put that two-week notice in? And she said it was easy. Yeah. So how did it feel for you? Not easy. Yeah, he was worried. <laughs> I was there. No, not easy. It was very scary. Yeah. Um, but it, it's probably because it was just so different than anything I'd ever done. When I grew up, the thought of being an entrepreneur was just unheard of. Yeah. You know, you, when, when we were kids, you, you had to go to college. That was the only you, thing. That you, was the only way you could ever, you succeed. went to college for P tech and you, <laughs> you went, went out to the yeah, refinery yeah, you that or, refineries. Nurse. Yeah, that or, or nurse. nursing yeah. is very popular as well. You know, and in our culture, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I just never thought about that before, but it really was, um, my old boss at my old job that gave me the confidence to know that it is possible mm-hmm. to do something like that. So I did. And, uh, looking back, it was really a crazy time. The things, the things that I did, the things that happened, how we got to where we are today. Um, we had a very difficult time getting started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think we were going to make it. I remember being just scared out of my mind cause I'd already quit my job, mm-hmm. signed the lease the same week on the gym. I think it was close. It was very, it was within a week or two. Mm-hmm. It was within a week. I had like two spots picked out, Yeah, you know, uh, and there, there's a lot of reasons that the timing played out the way that it did. We don't have to get into, but I, I didn't have a plan. Let's just leave it at that. There was, there was no plan. Yeah. An idea, but no plan. That's right. A, a good idea mm-hmm. that worked out. And actually the idea that I had, uh, is nowhere near what our business model is today. My yep. initial, I remember my, my initial idea and just to kind of not to spend too much time on like what exactly that we do, but most gyms, the way that most small privately owned gyms work is you open a gym as the owner, let personal trainers come in and the personal trainers like pay rent to the gym, right? And they bring in clients, clients get a membership and that's how the owner makes their living. And when I first quit my job to do the gym, that's what I thought we were going to do. And terrible business model. Mm-hmm. And I, but figured I figured that out early. Yeah. Figured that out early. I remember initially my goal was to have a couple trainers in the gym, me have my client base and just go to work every day, train clients and have a good life. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that was quite an idiotic thought. Because <laughs> it just doesn't so you're work. You're telling me you learned as you, time went on? Weird. And you pivoted? Crazy. And you yeah. grew? Yeah. And you changed? So yes, we pivoted to this model that we yeah. have now, which is a personal training yeah. experience. And then you know, everything else that we do yeah. for, for our client base. And, uh, it was a great decision looking back and it's treated us well. Yep. I'm very proud of what we have. Uh, at the same time, I know we have a long way to go, which is why we're here talking about this right now. Yep. But at the same time, I'm pretty proud of, of you know, yep. wh- where it is at this point. And it was about two years into that. Um, probably in the very beginning, I don't really remember when you and I started working out together a lot again or anything like that. I don't remember because I remember when I first quit my job, I mean, everything stopped. I sold all my stuff, moved into a little apartment. I was literally the guy with the mattress 
And the, the mattress and, on the floor. Yeah. The desk yeah. and the computer in the living room. Yes. Uh, and no TV. Nothing. And like one cup, one plate, yeah. one bowl, <laughs> one spoon. Go. I use styrofoam. Yeah. Whey <laughs> protein on the top of the fridge. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I actually use paper plates and paper uh, plastic utensils for a long time. Yeah. So I didn't have to wash dishes. Like all yeah. kinds of those like. Are, those are go-tos, man. Yeah. All kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff like that. Staples. But there was definitely a point in time where I was very isolated. So I don't really remember when we started like working out regularly. Before that, together. we worked out regularly. Yeah. For years. And then you kind of went quiet for a while when you were opening this business. I was working a lot. And then <clears throat> I think kind of once you got it open, you got the equipment there. You're like, Hey man, let's work out. Let, let's, yeah. let's get back to some normalcy here. And so we would go, I think once or twice a week, we would go to OTG usually and we would work out. And a lot of time it would just be us two in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there wouldn't be anybody else in there. You know, I just can't, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very, transparent um with this as well i don't think that we've ever really talked about this but um if anyone knew me around um maybe three four years ago probably about the time we started doing the podcast um i had slid back down into somewhat of a i'm not gonna say bad mental place but it wasn't ideal yep um i was in i i don't want to I'm going to say an unhealthy relationship. Yeah. You weren't happy with it. Yeah. Is what I was in. And Mm -hmm. I started going to therapy, went back to the same psychiatrist that I went to when I was a kid. Yeah. And I remember that when I first, the first thing that he asked me is how much time are you spending with your male friends? And I was like, not enough. And he was like, I want you to do that. And I think that might be the thing. Whenever you hit me up and we're like, Hey, we got to start working out again. I, I don't, you didn't tell me that, yeah, exactly. but it would make sense. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but I, I'm pretty sure looking back that that's kind of how it all played together. But anyways, so that happened. We started working out a lot. We were having really great conversations, just kind of catching up about childhood and like yep. lessons that we learned and things like that. And let's do a podcast. Yeah. It was like, man, somebody should record these, these episodes so that we could post it and help people. Mm-hmm. You know, people could learn something. People could benefit in some way, right? You know, I remember having these conversations and thinking, you know, Phil would say something that I'd be like, oh, so-and-so needs to hear that. So-and-so was just maybe complaining about that or or <clears throat> expressing distaste in this. And Phil just said something that could help them. If I had it on camera, I could just play it for him, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's do a podcast. No idea what we're doing. Zero. We had a GoPro and a tabletop <laughs> microphone <laughs> and the tiniest office you have ever seen. miserable rented office. Yep. And when we went, (laughs) we had to flip the furniture up so we could get the camera far enough away from us to record us. We had to sit right next to each other. And then the first episode, do you remember? Must've been deep clean night at the office building. (laughs) (laughs) We we got there. It was late too. It was probably nine, nine 30. We show up at the studio, the office at like, it's a, it's a, um, shared space, a shared space office. You just rent the room. Right. And uh, we show up at like 9, 9.30 at night. I remember it was kind of cold outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, all right, let's uh, record a podcast. So we got to flip the furniture up because we can't get the stuff far enough away. And about the time we're ready to record, vacuuming. The cleanest floor ever is in that right outside that office in the hallway. Oh my it was, she vacuumed that. There's no carpet left. She vacuumed all the carpet off of the foundation. We were there for all, I at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours to record a 20 minute 
yeah. episode. I, th- I think that's the most interesting part of like any type of video or content creation is that first or second, ep- like those first couple of episodes. Like yeah. you're just trying to figure things out because mm-hmm. you have yeah. the idea and it all makes sense to you. And then Dude. you sit down and it's like, all right, so how do I get the camera go? Got to get the lighting and you're looking at everything. We, and then it's just like, oh it, man. It took us probably 25 episodes before we would walk in, sit down and start recording. Yes. Yeah. Like it I was always that. a battle. It was a fight. And, and I, honestly, when it wasn't really until Lucas kind of came around mm-hmm. and was helping us more that we really started to streamline at least the process of coming in, recording and leaving. Right. Yeah. And, but we still didn't know what the hell we were doing. The, the studio, we moved tables around. We got rid of tables. We added tables. Mm-hmm. We had a backyard barbecue 2000 <laughs> fold out plastic table about to play some beer pong yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Beer pong table. <laughs> and my in my uh, in my spare bedroom which uh-huh. was tiny you know and there was a window which didn't have curtains and so the lighting was a little weird it was there's all kinds GoPros of problems, right? never worked gopros never worked <laughs> ever yeah. those are and, things that might be the worst invention of all time yeah they were terrible so the, uh, the little office, the little, yeah, the little yeah, office yeah, yeah. didn't last very long recording at the little office. No, yeah, we the, the pretty quickly space. moved it to my house. I think we maybe only had two or three episodes yeah. there, and then we moved into Daryl's house, and we had several iterations there from changing out the. Well, we had the backyard barbecue two thousand for for quite a while actually. Yeah, that, that was yeah. The, the, that table still in my garage, <laughs> <laughs> just in case somebody wants to get whooped on beer pong real quick. <laughs> yeah. In case you want to play beer pong, or so in case I fire up that something. smoker <laughs> and I need to have a. T- I'll set that sucker yeah, out, and I'm going to line the brisket, Lawn the ribs, the sausage, everything. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the table, going. right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it's going to be kind of sagging in the middle because there's too much on it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking sure. about. For sure. <laughs> that's yeah, when we all start, first started having guests, right, when y'all moved into Daryl's yep. house. Yeah, and I don't remember what episode number it was before we had our first guest or who even the first guest. I should have done, episodes more, in. I I, done some more homework before we hopped on here. I Sean, did a quick look. I think... That the first episode that y'all had a guest on was the one where who was it? I think it's Lucas. I think it's Meet the Man Behind the Camera. Yes. Oh, anything, be, yeah. yeah, anything before that is just uh, it doesn't say anything about okay. a guest. It's just you guys. Yeah. So that so was episode. That would make sense. Yeah, episode nineteen. Nine, then, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was man so behind yeah, Daryl just said that it wasn't until Lucas came on that we got stream somewhat streamlined. With our process process of how we did it. Yeah. So of the, on the tech side, yeah, on the tech side of things, by tech, we're talking about cameras and microphones. Yeah. And it's (laughs) real complex, right? Yeah. Super complex. We couldn't figure it out. We could not figure it out. We could not figure it out, but we persevered. Yeah. We wanted to do it bad enough. We wanted to help bad enough that we just kept, uh, what's that saying? There's a, I saw somebody uh, wearing a t-shirt on Instagram uh, is that too stupid to quit? Yes, <laughs> that's, that was, that's how I feel we were. That was very we, much us. We were too dumb to quit, yeah. right? And too ignorant on how to podcast to quit podcasting. Yeah, like and, we're, <laughs> yeah. and uh, luckily, you know, we, we, stuck, we stuck with it. And that's what, you know, if you have a dream for something. And um, mm-hmm. obviously, we talked about everything that we want out of the podcast um, currently. And so... We just kept going. Yeah. And that's all, that's a lot of, I was just talking to someone not too long ago. I know that I don't do everything perfect, but that's all I know. It's just to keep going. The only thing I do know is keep going. Yeah. Keep going. That's it. That's it. That, that's what I do know. Everything else I'm guessing all the time. Well, let's, so Phil, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I probably, I'm going to go ahead and confidently say that I know you better than anybody in the world, uh, knows you. 
I'm at least Fair. I'm at least top three. <laughs> uh, and I think the story of your life is keep going that you kept going. Uh, you know, when we were started out at a young age, let's just go ahead and start out when you were 15 and your mom dies. Right. And you got depression and you got anxiety and you got PTSD. You kept going. You didn't know how you didn't know. You didn't know what the end goal was, but you had to keep going. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't give up. Right. In the beginning you wanted to, you didn't want to be overweight. That's what killed your mom. Probably. You didn't know how to you didn't know how to get in shape. You didn't know how to diet right. But guess what? You kept going. You just started and you kept going, right? Mm-hmm. You started to work full time. You didn't really know what you wanted to go to school for, but you kept going. You you you, <laughs> you were too scared to quit your job and open up a gym, but you kept going. And now look at you, right? Here we are. Started a podcast. It sucked. We were terrible <laughs> at it. And what'd you do? We kept going. And now we're only like 5% better, but we <laughs> yeah. kept going, right? That is how it feels sometimes. I know yeah. like things have gotten a lot better. If you're watching on YouTube, especially you see, and if you look back at episode one, episode 19 with the first guest, and now here we are in episode 100, mm-hmm. the, change, the changes are crazy. Like we, uh, now we, we do it at my house. I moved we didn't even move right down the road just so we'd have a room big enough to do the podcast. Yep. Um, to really get the setup the way that we wanted it. Sean and I, what was it three weeks ago yeah. that we added, um, the yeah. rug and, and everything to really get the sound quality better. For the people in here. that can't see it. We have a huge, uh, Austin powers. Yeah. Austin powers. <laughs> acoustic like, tiles on the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. Acoustic, acoustic tiles, tiles on, on the ceiling, ceiling and then moving blankets on the walls. Yeah. So yeah. when you walk into this room, you can tell the difference. It's like a sound studio. Yeah, it's an yeah. actual, it's a legit studio now. Yeah. And we, so to think back going. to the shared space, to Daryl's house, house, all the iterations at Daryl's house, and then we moved it to here. And there's been a lot of iterations. You remember here. the first episode we did here? Oh my God, it sounded like we we're in a cave. It yeah, was yeah, before, yeah. remember, it was before I actually moved there here. There was nothing else here. There yeah. was nothing else so in the So you walk into an empty house <laughs> and there was a podcast studio in one of the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. There was nothing else. The AC the- didn't work. <laughs> yeah, the AC didn't work. It was broken. It was hot. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and here, and look at, look at it now. And also, just the structure of the show. In, in general, for a long time, Daryl and I just were winging it. Kept going. Which we still kind of do, but we have a loose agenda we try to follow. Now, we do stay very much more structured and rigid when we have a guest. Yep. We try to do that. We don't want to waste their time or anybody wanna, else's. Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, we're here having fun. We yep. keep a loose agenda. We stay on track, but we have fun at the same time. This The podcast now, because of Sean, since he's here, you know, it looks good. It sounds good. The clips that are produced from it are just gold. Yep. Uh, everything about it. I think, in my opinion, it's only a matter of time before we're the biggest podcast in Houston. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. And I'm going to keep going. Keep going. Until that happens. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, I, I, I feel like, I feel like we've said a whole, we've said a whole lot here, especially at the end. Um, but I wanted to touch on two or three points here. Uh, first point is keep going, right? And it's going to tie into my next one. If you have an idea or a thought, do something about it. Put it out there. You know, see if you can use it to help somebody because every successful business product service was once just an idea that somebody had in their head, right? So true. And somebody, whoever's idea it was, most likely started pursuing it even though they didn't know how to really. 
And even though they were messing up, they kept going and going and going and look at them now. Um, almost any successful entrepreneur has that story, right? Winners don't win. They try and fail and try and fail. And then eventually they win and people know that part of it. Right. So just keep going. Um, and also if you know somebody that could benefit from this show that, uh, this show may help then share it with them. Yes. And, uh, and you know, if you are a, um, a local Houstonian that has, uh, a business or an idea or, uh, an experience that could help uh, our listeners reach out to us and we'll see if you're a good fit to come onto the show. Yeah. And I think it's very important, you know, talking about sharing, <clears throat> we need to come together. And that's one reason that I love Houston so much. We have a lot of pride here. Oh yeah. You know, we come together and we can really change the world, but we have to start right here in our own, in our own community. And I think that we can do that because um, the people here have such pride yeah. and we want to help everyone, obviously, but we want to help our neighbor. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do here. So if you live in Houston and you want to help our city improve, get better, improve your own life, but also the people around you directly around you, then share the show with them. Yep. And like Daryl said, if you feel like you have a story that can help people and, or you have a product service, whatever, business, whatever, whatever it is. The one thing I always say is we're not here to make an ad for anyone's business or product. We're here to help people. Right. And if your business or product is chosen by our listeners, then awesome. But if not, you need to be able to bring enough value here to allow someone to just listen to this mm -hmm. and then they can go act on that and improve their life. Absolutely. And if that's you, let us know. Absolutely. Let us know, man. Guys, that was a good show. Anybody got anything? I mean, just happy to be here. I'm happy episodes. to be back too. 100 yeah. episodes, 100 guys. episodes, man. Like, subscribe, share the show, and we'll be back next week. Or actually, y'all will be back on, uh, what day? What days do y'all record now? Y'all too. Do you still do that? No, uh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Just the just one show. One yep. show a week. I love it. Yes, yeah, All right, guys. Yes, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace out.